Welcome to Hello Health Today, where health is a leadership strategy. I'm Dr. Carmen Mohan. This episode is part of a series called Self-Care for Leaders Under Fire. We've been diving into stress management techniques for those of us whose time is at a premium like never before. Within our framework, we've described three types of women, first responders, jugglers, and weather vanes. If you haven't listened to the introduction just yet, please go back and look for episode 13 of the podcast, where we talked about how to build the most basic tent of self-care when your batteries are really low or when you're a first responder to a crisis like the COVID-19 pandemic. To bring us up on search, type in the word hello and leave out the space between the next word, health. Hello, health. When you smush hello and health together, we come up right away. So here's the thing about first responders. Let's face it, the role of the first responder is sexy. First responders get to be the heroes of the day. They're in the position of putting out the proverbial fires, and so all of the lights and cameras shine on them to capture their glory. More power to them, honestly. We love them. But today, we're going to discuss a typically quieter hero, or at least These women are heroes in a quieter way. If you've been a regular listener of Hello Health Today, or you've attended any of our events, then you've heard me say that I don't come to you as a paragon of virtue, but rather as someone who struggles with many of the same challenges you do. If you're wondering where I fit in in terms of the Hello Health framework for self-care, back in March... I was a first responder in terms of needing to make some rapid-fire decisions regarding how Hello Health runs as a business and changing our business model. At that point in time, I was also filling in as a teacher's assistant for two classrooms suddenly driven to distance learning where neither my daughters, who are in elementary school, nor their teachers actually knew what they were doing. The two things together made the pace of my day intense and filled with urgent responses to many different kinds of needs. The needs of my clients, my patients, the business itself, the needs of my kids, my spouse, the teachers. It's amazing anybody ate anything those days. Now things have calmed down. So now I identify as a juggler. And you know, I like the idea of the quiet hero. I've definitely romanticized my lot. Here's the thing about jugglers. Jugglers have skills that are useful and can be immediately put to use to fill the needs of both home and work. The stress of the juggler often comes from meeting needs or expectations of others in their sphere and the requirement that they toggle back and forth between their roles or responsibilities. While other leaders are constantly being told to put the needs of others before their own, the trap for jugglers, I find, is that they naturally think about others first, which means jugglers tend to defer their own needs while waiting for things to get quote-unquote back to normal. Before the COVID-19 pandemic hit, jugglers already had many balls up in the air. In fact, there were already so many balls in the air, many jugglers pretty much figured, what's one more? You are a juggler if your sources of stress are related to the disintegration of boundaries between work and home. For example, you might be constantly interrupted as you try to get stuff done over the course of your productive day. You hardly ever get time alone or enough time to decompress before jumping into the next task. You have to toggle between your personal and professional life. There's a new level of clutter around your desk, home, or office. 
Or, as a result of shelter-in-place orders, you were the one who was relied upon to fill new responsibilities related to children, your partner, other family members, guests. I've mentioned my having to become the teacher's assistant to two classrooms on completely different schedules as one example. There are many others. Meanwhile, I'm really worried about the effect of screen time on brain development for young children, and that worry and concern just runs in the background for me. Lately, some folks have been whispering to me as if they're in confession. There are some really nice aspects to working from home. You probably count as a juggler if you have been doing things like working out in the middle of the day over lunchtime because you have access to your own shower. Prepping dinner during a short break in the afternoon. It means some of us are actually eating a lot better than we used to because we're not eating out as often. Maybe you enjoy being able to walk and talk while on a phone meeting. Several clinic members have reported enjoying being able to let kids sleep in a little longer. In fact, maybe you actually need your kiddo to sleep in so you can get an extra hour of work done while she's asleep. Maybe you've begun to rely on it. Yet these upsides still require juggling, and notice that your time alone, just for you, has been eradicated. Women who are so giving of themselves often have a hard time knowing what their needs actually are. Today, we're going to continue the discussion about building your tent because our specific recommendations for your self-care plan align with the amount of energy you have to invest and the role you're playing right now when so much is at stake and so much has changed. Everyone needs to build this basic tent because it's the foundation for the rest of good self-care. And since it's so time efficient, we know even first responders can do it, but jugglers need to do it too. So those steps are, as a refresher, number one, breathe oxygen. Do one thing for yourself first thing in the morning, no matter how small. Number two, intentionally shift your mindset toward positive things at the end of the day. Write down your wins. Number three, Invest in sleep, an eight-hour sleep opportunity every night. The resulting tripod tent of self-care helps you protect your capacity for resilience. Within the Hello Health system, resilience is the ability to effectively restore a personal sense of well-being and high energy. Once you've protected your capacity for resilience, it's time to start recharging your battery. The next level tent we're going to talk about today adds two more prongs to transform the tripod into a pentagonal shape. There's just enough room inside this tent for two people. Since the underlying problems of the juggler come from blurring the lines between work and home, part of the antidote is what we're calling sun and solitude. Get some sun and solitude by taking a 45-minute walk every day. This is a smart way to land triple points in your self-care and stress management system. You've heard me say often, I want you to use your body to help your mind. Well, exercise, even just walking, really helps your mind calm down. Seeing green things and the sky helps our minds relax, and being in the sun improves our mood. This is not just a good idea. It's a time commitment you can put on your schedule. Many jugglers will be tempted to take kids with them, and that's okay. I'd rather you go for the walk than not, but the ideal is to be able to actually get some time to yourself 
so you can reestablish and reconnect to what your own experience is and has been. For the empaths and the givers in this group, it's a vital time to shed the stress of other people. Other people's stress does not have to fuel your personal stress. I'm saying go for a walk, but this can be a run, a hike, a bicycle ride. Modify this suggestion any way you want. The important parts are both the exercise that is of light to moderate intensity, not hard, and being outside. Finally, if you can be alone, it's best. If you are a juggler, but you're extroverted, or you feel you're getting too much time alone, a walk and talk with a friend on the phone is a great way to enjoy the company of others while social distancing is required. Using walking as part of your self-care plan is smart and easy. It's so simple as to be deceptive. Get the walk onto your schedule. Go whenever it works for you. And remember, it's not how fast you go. It's just that you go that matters. The next piece to the self-care plan is to create a backstage. So often, executive women are on stage. These days, it's the teleconferencing video stage, but you're also on the stage when you're trying to show up for the people you care for after a particular fashion. The backstage area is a place where at least one other person witnesses the parts where you don't have it all together. Your makeup can run, you can cry and grieve, you can rail and feel angry. You receive support and encouragement in the backstage. You get the right advice and soothing. Very often, jugglers are so busy tending to the needs of everyone else, we don't take the time to self-soothe or acknowledge our grief and fear. We can become overwhelmed by the high degree of need we see all around us. That's why the self-care strategy we want to see all jugglers use is the strategy of being alone without feeling lonely. So to shorten that, we want you to be alone, not lonely. So it's an interesting conundrum. You're not getting enough time to identify your own needs and meet them. Meanwhile, you feel alone in your own experience. Maybe you feel misunderstood or that no one would understand your point of view or your unique challenges. When you find yourself wondering, how can I get time to myself? when all of this crazy stuff is going on. You know you're locked into feeling alone even though you're surrounded by people. Part of the power of the backstage is that it's where brain shares can happen. A brain share is when you intentionally reach out to a trusted friend, mentor, collaborator, or family member and say, I'm having problems with XYZ. Can I share your brain for a little while? Or can you help me figure out a way forward? I want to be clear that this is not commiserating with someone who has the same challenges. This is a problem solving session or a strategy sharing session so that each one of you can get through life with more grace and ease. Many jugglers appear to be the strong, resourceful ones in their circles. As such, people don't reach out to them and ask, how can I help you? Likewise, jugglers often reach out on behalf of others, but hardly ever on behalf of themselves. So what I'm saying here, again, is that you've got to just get a call, 
with your backstage people onto your schedule every week. It doesn't have to be the same person every week, but it does have to be intentionally asking for help solving specific problems. So I'm actually asking you to set aside 30 minutes to just reach out each week so you actually get onto the schedule because as I say so many times, things that are not on the schedule stand no chance of being done. You've got to get yourself onto your own schedule. During these problem-solving strategy sessions, talk about anything at all. Any problem you're having, it can be trying to get a kid to go to bed on time when school's not in, working productively, remotely. Share strategies with at least one person in your backstage who understands and wants to help. In the case of executive women, we are the resource we need. When we begin to rely on each other intentionally, using specific language, telling each other, will you be my second brain for just 15 minutes? Or saying, you're in my circle of trust. We will begin to find true supports and deepen our friendships. So much of this is needed right now. As a reminder, every leader is at risk for burnout in these uncertain times, no matter whether she's a first responder, juggler, or weather vane. Self-care using the strategy of being alone, not lonely, is an effective way to reestablish helpful boundaries necessary for your batteries to recharge. Let me be a bit more prescriptive. If you have many balls up in the air and you find yourself juggling, I want you to use two strategies. First, insert pauses. Bookend your day just as the first responder must. And second, Reestablish helpful boundaries so you can hear yourself think, identify your own needs, and problem solve. We've come to action steps for today. Number one, if you haven't had any time to yourself lately, get out today and go for a 45-minute walk. Enjoy the sun and solitude. Number two, if you've had too much time to yourself, invite a friend to walk and talk on the phone this week. Set aside time now to get that walk and talk onto your schedule. Number three, begin to create your backstage. Do that by identifying one problem you need help solving, then call one person you trust. Tell them you'd like their help coming up with a solution. If it goes well, get a regular phone date onto the weekly or monthly schedule. Please subscribe to Hello Health today. We're available anywhere you get your audio. To find us in a search box, smush the words hello and health together without a space. Until next time, remember, today is good, even when we're under fire. Hi, everyone. Thank you for tuning in. Because I am a medical doctor, it's important for me to tell you that nothing I say here in this podcast can substitute for your doctor's advice. My lawyers make me say the same thing this way. The contents of this podcast are neither intended nor implied to be relied on for medical diagnosis, care, or treatment concerning any individual. 
Under no circumstances does this podcast create a physician-patient relationship, nor does it constitute engagement in the practice of medicine or the provision of any healthcare service to an individual patient. This podcast should not be used as a substitute for professional diagnosis and treatment. Consult a healthcare provider before making any healthcare decisions or to obtain guidance about any medical conditions. The producers of this podcast expressly disclaimed responsibility and shall have no liability for any damages, loss, injury, or liability whatsoever suffered as a result of reliance on the information contained in this podcast.